720 WGN, nine people running for the job of mayor of Chicago. And I got to tell you, most of us would say, who would want that job? But Jamal Green wants that job. And it's not the first time that you've made an attempt to to actually grab that seat. How are you? Thanks for joining us on the show today. I'm good. How are you? You know, I know I'm one of your favorite people, man. I'm not, I gotta be. <laughs> <laughs> I love your energy. I I love your enthusiasm. I love what a great activist you are and an organizer. But I did talk to a security guard in the in the mm-hmm. elevator yesterday here at 303 East Wacker, and she lives in Chicago. She's uh-huh. in her 20s, and I said, "Hey, I'm going to talk to these mayoral candidates. What is it you want addressed?" And she said, "I wish they'd hire more officers." And then she stopped for a second and she said. Well, I guess when we had more, it wasn't that much better. What I want him to do is put a stop to the violence. And mm-hmm. that's at the top of everyone's mind. And I saw that you're, yeah. you you say that if you are elected mayor of Chicago, you would clean house at the Chicago Police Department. Is that true? And how would you find replacements? Well, you know, I said that we're going to hold officers accountable. Uh, and when I talk about public safety, I'm not going to be talking about increasing the police budget. I'm going to be talking about doing what actually works, and it's making sure that young people are not on the streets of Chicago because they're an apprenticeship. They're at an after-school program where schools are open throughout the day and on weekends. They're at a community center, a safe space. Um, you know, we got to make sure that young people are working starting early as 13 years old. If we invest in young people, bring trade and tech hubs back to uh, our schools, we have a pipeline of middle-class jobs that we're bringing those 50,000 open manufacturing jobs that are $72,000 on average and up to these communities. We have to do what works and not just keep talking about police uh, and invest in these communities, invest in people so they can be productive and live healthy and sustainable lives. Mayoral challenger Jamal Green is also proposing a 1% sales tax on luxury vehicles because you want to get rid of the boot. So tell me about that. Well, you know, these are poor people taxes, right? Cook County has the most Chapter 13 bankruptcies in the country, over $1.8 billion in debt. The majority of those bankruptcies are for people who owe tickets to the city of Chicago. we got to reform this system. we got to end the doubling and, and adding on uh, fees to tickets. Um, you know, you get booted, you got a boot fee. Uh, we're going to ban the booting and uh, season of vehicles uh, and actually – uh, start to have reform and focus on infrastructure. If we want people, uh, if this is about how people are driving, um, then we got to focus on how do we build better infrastructure on our streets, not continuing to give out millions and millions and millions of dollars on tickets and red light camera tickets and speed camera tickets. Well, data has shown that that's not reducing ac- accidents or changing drivers' behavior. It's just a money grab for the city. We're going to end it. Mayor Lightfoot was on with John Williams, one of my colleagues today on WGN. I want you to listen to a piece of this conversation. You made a comment, too, that if you vote for a black candidate other than yourself, that's a de facto vote for Paul Vallis or Chewy Garcia. You've since said that that was in sort of the heat of the moment of a campaign. Do you want to say anything else about that math and what you said? Well, what I, what I said in full context is this, that there are many other black candidates that are on the ballot. None of them have any viability. None of them are going to get uh, to a runoff. Um, and so... Um, to help educate people about what the probabilities are, what the standing is, what I've said consistently in context was any other candidate that is voted for is essentially yielding um, your vote to a Vallis or a Chewy Garcia because none of those other candidates have the ability 
to get to a runoff and frankly stop either Garcia um, and importantly to stop Paul Vallis. So Jamal Green, she is saying um, that you don't have a viable chance at winning the seat of mayor of Chicago. And through that, I kind of feel like she's saying, well, you should just throw in the towel and tell your people to vote for her. Well, you know, I don't think that she has a viable chance <laughs> at making the runoff, let alone winning a runoff. Uh, and so if anybody's going to be talking about viability, we're going to be talking about the only person in this race who has an approval rating in a 20 percentile. There's no one else in this race that has lower favorables than the current mayor. So, you know, her numbers are, are terrible, uh, more more worse than anybody's. And let me also say is that her first round of the runoff last time, uh, there weren't even 10, 20 percent of black voters that voted for. So the reality is, you know, she's trying to tell black voters to only vote for her because she has the best chance at making the runoff. But that's incorrect. And this city uh, is very diverse and we're going to have people voting for us. Uh, in every direction, whether it be, you know, uh, progressive uh, white folks on the north side or black folks on the south or west side or the Latino community, we're going to build it. we got a coalition of people who's going to vote for us to push us into the runoff. Uh, and, you know, we're going to beat whoever is in that runoff with us. Lauren has a question from the news department. Yeah, I was just curious. What do you say to critics that say you're too young to run the city? A lot of people may support your plans, your ideas, but age comes to mind. Why should that not bother them? Because if they look at every movement and if they look at the Bible and they look at any, any history, every person that made an impact on this world was my age, even, even Jesus. Uh, and so the reality is, is that, you know, not, not, don't just look at my plans. Look at my track record. I got a best, better track record than anybody in this race. We made the largest bank in the world give back a billion dollars to red line communities, had businesses back open with a quarter of a million dollars and they were looted during a pandemic, thousands of dollars to folks in food deserts so that they have groceries, mentoring effortless youth, settling gang disputes, Laquan McDonald. I mean, I can go on down the line of the accomplishments um, that I've, I've, I've garnered for the communities opposed to everybody else. So if we want the same old politicians who's going to lie to us who is tied to special interests um, and we're not going to get real results, then I'm not the candidate for you. But if you want someone who's fresh, innovative, and is only going to make sure that policies are going to benefit the best interests of the people of Chicago, then come come this way uh, because we're going to have fresh leadership and fresh air in the city. And Jamal Green, we are going to speak with Susanna Mendoza coming up about the disability claims of Chicago police officers, including her brother, being denied when it comes to long COVID. I know you I know you're up on that story. Do you think politics played a part? Do you think that the current mayor informed the board not to allow those disability claims to be processed? Well, I, I do think politics uh, played a part uh, in the situation, as it does in every situation. I mean, we got to be we got to be honest. You know, even when the mayor says that they don't have a hand in things, you know, usually they do. <laughs> and um, you know, what's happened in that situation is is ridiculous. Um, even me, who is not the uh, um, the super pro police candidate in this race, uh, I understand that everybody. Um, that uh, has a service to the city of Chicago um, that we should afford them uh, of their their rights and make sure that they get the benefits due to them. Um, And so uh, I actually stand on the side of Susanna Mendoza 
uh, and those who are, are talking about this issue. I've got like 10 seconds left. We ended the last interview and you, when I said, would you go to work for any of one of these other eight mayoral candidates if they got the job? And they said, hey, Jay Maul, we've, we've got, we want to, we want you on the team to do something. And you said, absolutely not. Do you still stand by that? I stand by that. And I think that they all understand that, um, you know, I'm better on a, uh, <laughs> I don't think that they'll be in that situation. Let me just say that. And I think that they'll be looking to come to part of my administration. Um, but I stand by my words, 100%. Thank you for joining me, Jay Mall. Thank you. I appreciate you. Coming up next, Lawrence News on 720 WGN, and then we'll talk to Susanna Mendoza. Lisa Dent, WGN.